very foreign. You know, I, I, we didn't have any kind of a connection, you know, um, nothing in common really. Whether you on the outside of your market trying to tap back in, or just need a little help to find a way to gain some traction again. You need some market reconnection. We got the answers to your questions. No second thoughts or second guessing. You need some market reconnection. The real question is this How does a seven figure business regain traction in the market? How do we reconnect with our audience? How do we stop worrying about our competitors? taking over and find the peace of mind and certainty within the marketplace. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ivan Temelkov. This is Market Reconnection. Welcome to Market Reconnection Podcast. My name is Ivan Temelkov, and I'm your host. This is a show where I talk about all the things that I've learned about entrepreneurship, business, marketing, and humanizing just about everything in order to help you thrive and grow in this fast-paced world. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have any sponsors or ads on this podcast. Never have in the nearly 10 years collectively that I've ran this podcast. Sure, it will be nice to have some extra cash, but promoting products or services I don't believe in just doesn't sit well with me. Show some love. Don't kill the buzz by being a fuzz. Share the show if you found value in it. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? <clears throat> Back with another episode of Market Reconnection Podcast. Yours truly. Um, I am a week in into my half Ironman training, which I'll talk a little bit about in just a minute. Um. I'm officially registered, by the way. I will be competing in the Half Ironman 70.3 uh, race on June 9th, 2024, in Des Moines, Iowa. All right. And, of course, the dumbass that I can be, I booked the event on the day of my daughter's sixth birthday. Way to fucking go, Ivan, right? <clears throat> that's something that I actually wanted to bring up and share with you guys because as we're going to be talking about several things in this episode, you have to understand that in the entrepreneurial journey and building a business, running a business, there's a lot of shit that's going to go wrong. You're going to miss birthdays. You're going to fuck up. You're going to do a lot of different shit. Now, those of you that have been in the game for a while, you probably have a pretty good understanding of what I'm talking about here. But for those of you that are maybe just starting out in your entrepreneurial journey, um, you'll have to understand that, you know, you're going to have to make some compromises here. And the only birthday that I have ever missed was my son's first birthday. And I still fucking regret it. That was, uh, seven years ago and i was actually in miami at that time uh on a business trip and you know it was it was difficult you know i facetime with my wife and um i still think about that but one of the things that <clears throat> really comes to mind and i, I want to share this with you guys is just that your level of determination to your purpose to your goals, to your dreams should be 
relentless, okay? And that actually outweighs any of the um, setbacks, any potential setbacks or any consequences. What I'm talking about specifically here is that, yes, I missed my son's first birthday. Very important. But I was also trying to provide for my family by being on the business trip. And, um, you know, at the time I, I was actually locking in the deal for uh, my marketing company. And so um, this was actually in the first year of Razor Sharp Digital for that matter. So first weekend in Half Ironman, um, and I want to talk a little bit about that here in just a minute, but uh, I got a few things I want to cover on this episode, and I want to start with toxic people. I want to talk about toxic people. You have to cut out toxic people, all right? I don't care what stage in your life or your business you are. Cut them fucking out. Toxic people are bad for you in every fucking way. You know, toxic people and negative people will drag you down quicker than you can blink. I've been there. Trust me. In fact, just last year alone, I've run into several toxic people, negative people, people who... They will threaten you. They will call you names. They will be in disbelief. Uh, they will talk trash at you. And you don't need those kinds of people around you. All right. It's going to drag you down in every way. And I've been down that road. And the reason why I wanted to talk about toxic and negative people is because you have to understand that you become who you surround yourself with. There's a reason why I surround myself with successful people. I, su I surround myself with business owners, many different business owners, you know, people who, you know, have a business, have a family, <clears throat> people who have big goals and dreams, people who are hard workers, people who are fitness enthusiasts, people who, you know, want to compete in triathlons like I am now. You know, runners, cyclists, which I'll talk a little bit about here in just a minute. So you become who you surround yourself with. If you want to build that seven, eight, nine figure, 10 figure business, you're not going to be surrounding yourself with toxic people and negative people and, you know, pessimists and narcissists. There's absolutely nothing that you're going to learn from those people, not to mention that they will suck you in and bleed you dry and spit you out. I've learned this the hard way. And I don't want you to make the same mistake. You know, I've seen people reach a seven-figure business status, and they're still surrounding themselves with some toxic people, and it was time to flush the pipes. And you have to do that every once in a while. You have to flush the pipes. You have to remove toxic people. There's a reason why I personally, or here's a better way to say it. There's a reason why my network in reality is very small. It's very small. Yes, I engage a lot on social media. I, I <clears throat> interact with a lot of people, but that's more of a broad general type of networking endeavor. You know, the actual people who I pay attention to, who, you know, I would talk to on the Sunday night, 
you know, or uh, throughout uh, throughout the week, or I would take time out of my day are people who would take time out of their day to do the same thing for me. You know, business partners. I have a couple of business partners, you know, and a couple of business ventures. You know, these are people who will take time out of their day, you know, and actually one of my business partners has a portfolio of $750 million. And this is someone that will carve out time out of his day. All right. So get rid of toxic people, negative people, pessimistic people. They will suck you dry like a fucking leech and spit you back out. It is in no way beneficial to you. It's not beneficial to your mental health. It's not beneficial to your life. It's not beneficial to your business. It's not beneficial to you in any way whatsoever. In fact, recently, which is the next thing I want to talk about, um, I was in a Facebook group that I recently joined and, you know, troll vibes came along and guess what? Unfriend block. See you later. Block. See you later. Don't got time for negative people. Which brings me to the next thing I want to share with you guys. And here's why I want to share uh, this with you. FTP. Functional threshold power. What that really means is that how much power you can withstand for a period of 20 minutes. Now, my FTP is 97, which on a scale of 0 to 100, it's an elite level. All right. Elite level meaning that it's pro tour level. It's pro athlete type of level. And I recently discovered that on... Um, some testing and a new app that I started using as part of my half Ironman uh, training. And by the way, for those of you that don't know what a half Ironman is, half Ironman 70.3, it's a 70.3 mile race that consists of 1.2 mile swim in 60 minutes or less, transitioning in 10 minutes to a 56 mile cycling bike ride in about three and a half, four hours. Then another 10 minutes transitioning into a 13 mile run. So that's a 70.3 half Ironman. All right. Now, as part of my training, one of the things that I'm tracking is my FTP, my functional threshold power and what I discovered is that apparently, um, you know, I'm cranking a bike at 425 watts. And I had over 100 people in a Facebook group who, you know, acknowledged, engaged, and liked the status update that I shared recently about my 97 FTP, which, by the way, I had no fucking idea what that even meant. Um, I just noticed it in the app. And, you know... Which for me personally, being a cyclist of 14 years, you know, it, it it wasn't surprising, but you know, for many people apparently in the in the triathlete, you know, community, you know, embracing a superhuman, which 
you know, a 97 FTP is, you know, like pro tour level. Think, you know, me potentially having the chance to compete at like a Tour de France. All right. That's what we're talking about here. Okay. Now, even though over 100 people interacted with my post, you know, a lot of these people also said it's impossible. That's not right. It's fake. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Here's the reality of things. People couldn't fathom a superhuman encounter, even if it hit them upside the head with a wet towel. What I'm talking about is we live in a day and age in a society where more people are willing to embrace negativity and something that's potentially impossible or embrace the impossible, I should say, Embrace the negative, embrace pessimism instead of saying, wow, you know, this dude maybe has, you know, something very exceptional. This is exactly why 90% of people in the world live in mediocrity. Very small percentage, about 10% of humans on this planet actually embrace the exceptional. They believe that they can be superhuman. They believe that they have superhuman powers. They believe that they can achieve their goals and dreams. You know, think of guys like Steve Jobs or Bill Gates, you know, or Elon Musk, you know, the wealthiest person in the world. Don't you guys think that when Elon Musk, you know, approached investors and said, hey, you know, we're going to build an electric car company, they looked at him and said, bro, you fucking crazy. Okay. And guess what? He's the wealthiest person in the world. And so why am I even bringing this up is my 97 FTP, which I guess is superhuman pro tour, tour de France type of athletic capability is to point out to you guys that in business specifically, there's going to be a lot of people who will be in disagreement with you. They'll say, that's not worth your time. You're wasting your money. You're, you're wasting resources. You want to know what? Those are the very same people that are not doing shit in their life. All right? It's easier for them to say, nah, that's impossible. Can't make that happen. Now, if you ask me... If someone ever tells me that it's impossible, the only thing that comes to mind is I am possible. Move over. Watch me do it. All right. So. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm actually very humbled in a way that, you know, I have a 97 FTP. Uh, it's kind of surprising, but then it's not in a way. I'm actually still kind of trying to debunk that. I want to make sure that the data is correct, you know, so I have my smartwatch, my Apple watch, you know, um, that I'm making sure that all the data is being synced correctly. So it's tracking properly. And I'll know in the next 30 days, you know, whether or not this FTP functional threshold power is accurate. And if indeed I am superhuman, which you know, I've always believed that I am superhuman deep inside. And now looking at this, you know, at, at, at a metric that kind of defines that, it's actually, you know, gratifying, satisfying in a way. I'm not going to lie. Now, could it be wrong? I don't know. 
maybe, you know, but I'd rather think deeply that, you know, I have these capabilities after 14 years of cycling and being physically capable, you know, to do something exceptional that most people think that is impossible and to embrace the possibility that, you know, this is inaccurate. Sure. I want to be able to see if I can debunk that, but again, you get the point. And from a business, from a life standpoint, you know, it's important to really maintain that optimistic, you know, positive approach, because if you don't, then your mind shifts into a completely different direction. All right. Now, the last thing I want to talk about in this episode is the word social and social media, okay? Now, those of you that have been following me for a while, you know that I have a digital marketing business and social media marketing is one of the core service offerings of my business. And so... I see a lot of social media marketers, a lot of social media gurus, a lot of social media consultants all over the internet every single fucking day, and it is nauseating. It is nauseating for a lot of different reasons. It is nauseating because, first of all, it's called social media for a reason, as in interaction, conversation, engagement. Social, social media. The more that you try to sell me social media marketing services, the less I'll buy anything from you. And let me tell you this. I see at least three posts on my Facebook personal profile every single day of someone who is saying, I can grow your business with social media marketing. I can help you get a thousand followers in a day. I can help you make $100,000 in business in 90 days. Like all these empty promises, people selling and pitching. All right. And it is nauseating. It is nauseating. In fact, it is so nauseating that in a way I've actually stopped pitching my own business on Facebook, on Instagram, because most of these people do not understand the word social and social media. It's called social media for a reason, all right? The more people you connect with on an emotional level, the higher your chances are that someone will hire you for social media marketing services. Let me tell you this. I've learned this the hard way, all right? Um, Razor Sharp Digital has been running for going on eight years now. Uh, I have been in the digital space for over 20 years. Let me tell you this. Every single time I have gone after an opportunity where someone was maybe just, you know, looking for a social media marketer or a digital marketer um, or something along those lines, you know, they were just wanting someone specific like that. Every single time that ended up being a very short term client. And I'm talking like 30 days or less. Why? Is because didn't spend time getting to know that person. They were 
you know, um, very foreign. You know, I, I, we didn't have any kind of a connection, you know, um, nothing in common really, you know, as they say in business, we, we do business with people we like and trust. So there was no likability established, no trust established, you know, no common interests. And on that note, in common interests, what I found is that some of the best customers that I have had with my digital marketing business were people who are either fellow entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial, uh, fellow fathers or husbands, fathers, husbands, uh, wives, I should say, um, people who are into fitness, since I'm into fitness, people who are into cycling. Um, I'm an avid cyclist, obviously. Um, those have been some of my best long-term customers, meaning that relationships that have lasted for one, two, three, four, upwards to five years, you know? And so the reason I'm bringing this up to you is, is that most people on social media don't understand the word social and social media. They're constantly pitching and it's putting a bad name for a lot of people in the space because it is harping on those people and it's creating a lot of misconceptions. It is projecting other digital marketers, social media marketers who are like myself are focused on long-term relationships a bad name. And I, I get it all the time. You know, anytime I get into conversations about digital and social media marketing, almost every single time I'll get a prospect. I'll say, you know what? I work with so-and-so they made all these empty promises to me. And, you know, we didn't even accomplish half of what they promised to me. And, my typical response is, well, before me and you actually determine if we can work together, let's peel back a few layers here. And I've learned a lot of hard lessons myself. You know, I've worked with people who I thought, well, were likable, trustworthy, you know, and they ended up being fucking assholes. You know, they ended up pe uh, being people who would cast threats, people who would laugh behind my back people who would spew hate, you know? So, and as they say, the saying, as the saying goes, never judge a book by its cover, which is exactly why on social media, I have no interest in someone who comes to me and says, well, you know, I want to do this on social media, blah, blah, blah. Can you help me? Because I have no report that's been built with those people. All right. And that's my point that I want to share with you guys from a social media marketing standpoint, really from a business, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, is that you have to build rapport with people first and foremost before you actually try to engage with them to want to do business with them. So in essence, what I'm saying is the, the customer life cycle is a lot longer in reality, especially in the marketing plate, in the marketing space, you know, because it, at least that's what I found to work best is just that, you know, building a report with people first, getting to know them, 
establishing likability, establishing trust is the best way to go about prospecting. All right. So again, <laughs> the word social and social media. And that's the last thing that I wanted to talk about on this episode of Market Reconnection Podcast. Like I said, I don't have any sponsors or ads on this podcast. Never have in nearly 10 years collectively. I've ran this podcast now. Sure, it would be nice to have some extra cash, but promoting products or services I don't believe in just doesn't sit well with me. So please show some love. Don't kill the buzz by being a fuzz. Share the show. If you found value in it, I would greatly appreciate it. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'll do it. Until next time. Whether you on the outside of your market trying to tap back in. Or just need a little help to find a way to gain some traction again. You need some market reconnection. We got the answers to your questions. No second thoughts or second guessing. You need some market reconnection. Market reconnection.